Hi, this is Dan. And this is David. Welcome to Campfire Stories. David, so we're going to talk about uh, a, a trip that we did together this time. Yeah, um, you've already posted some things on the website about it. Yeah, but then the website but. crashed with WordPress updates. I, I still got to redo a lot of that stuff. Oh, I wasn't aware that they were all gone. Uh, they were all gone. Yeah. Hard, it, it, it's, I'm still getting over it, you know? Yeah, it's a sore spot. Yeah. Uh, so I figured today we would start with our trip to Kentucky that we all did. I mean, it's been a while, but um, I, f- I feel like it was, a, it was a pretty cool trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, we definitely have a lot to talk about with that one, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we went down there in May. Of last year, right? Now that it's 2017. Yeah. Um, Happy New Year, everyone. What do you, so as far as the title for this show, I mean, we could do like a uh, most epic trip of 2016. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then subtitle, also only trip of 2016. Well, only only epic trip of 2016. Yeah, Because yeah. I mean, I, I did other trips. Yeah, um, yeah. I know you... I don't know. Did you do any other any other uh, decent uh, well, sized trips? You, yeah, you I, I mean, I, I went on my honeymoon, so there was that, <laughs> and we did a little hiking. So we did a little hiking, so that's good. Yeah. Um, but you also came with da- uh, Daryl and I um, to Nipmuc Trail. Did we this year? Um, yeah, yeah, that wasn't very epic for me. It wasn't. No, it wouldn't I have been very. Right it was. It was interesting for me. I mean, twenty miles uh, through the Nipmuc Trail, yeah. all in one day with two bottles of water was uh, <clears throat> uh, interesting to say the least. And I know Daryl is going to be listening to this, and he's going to. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> and luckily, we did not do that in Kentucky. No. Yeah, that's very true. But. Um, Kentucky, Kentucky was awesome. Like I really liked Kentucky. Um, it kind of changed my mind about Kentucky. So if we get, if we ever get in any Kentucky listeners, uh, I'll just let them know right now. I like your state. It's it's a nice state. Yeah. Um, it's it's gorgeous uh, in the uh, Daniel Boone National Forest, which is where our trip was this year or this yeah. past year. So. Um, I guess a little backstory, since I kind of forced everyone to to go on this trip. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I think you even gave us like almost a whole week's notice this time. Yeah, well, I gave you some itinerary too, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last minute itinerary is the best kind of itinerary. Yeah. Um, so the backstory kind of is, uh, I had a long weekend. And um, I was thinking, okay, well, I want to do something more than just hang out in Florida and go camping in Florida because I've done it so many times. And the most recent trip that I had in Florida, um, I was, as usual, hiking through a ton of water. Um, And I was just getting a little bit bummed out by by that. So I wanted to go somewhere more, or not so much more interesting, but somewhere new. And I had watched a bunch of videos about the Daniel Boone National Forest. So I figured, okay, well, I'll go drive up there. It's only 14 hours away. I got a decent car that can make it. Um, I'll, I'll head out. And then my fiance said, well, why don't you call 
David and Daryl and see if they would go as well. And I said, you know what? That's a great idea. It's only 14 hours from them, too. I can probably convince them. And uh, I was able to, apparently. Um, yeah. You guys, you guys rented a car and drove down, and I drove my Subaru up. Um, and for the most part, um, I feel like the travel went, went without a hitch. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> except we had all planned to get there. At the same think, time, yeah, I think we we you we were, planned to get there, and I was, I ended up uh, since I was by myself on that on that drive, I ended up stopping for a couple hours and fell asleep on the side of the road, or on on the side of the highway. But uh, and so I ended up being what three hours late or something like that. Yeah, um, which I feel like three hours isn't isn't the end of the world. No, over a, a fourteen hour drive, that's not too bad. Yeah. <clears throat> so. We got to the ranger station. We didn't really have any more plans besides meeting up, really. Um, the plan was not to um, just hike in and do... Because it's, it's over 100 miles from, from uh, north to south, um, which is we, we kind of met up in the Red River Gorge area. Yep. There's three sections, uh, or three main sections, to the Daniel Boone National Forest. And um, if you want to discuss uh, a little bit about what your thoughts were uh, on the on the Red River Gorge area, Dave, that'd be great because then I can look up the other the other parts <laughs> of the day. Yeah. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so I loved the Red River Gorge. Um, I'm not sure how big of a percentage of the park that particular area was, but. Um, you so you're I mean it's exactly what the name implies. It's a big gorge that's red rocks and therefore the river that runs through it is kind of tinged well it's supposed to be tinged red. It looked kind of green to me from what I remember. Um but whatever. It was very mineral heavy water, beautiful pristine uh landscape. <clears throat> and even like the ranger station that we went to, you know, it was on this windy back road that went through the mountains uh down you know down into the valley and uh just like everywhere you looked it was just beautiful cliffs and rivers and like bridges and it w- it was really cool and the ranger station <clears throat> had what would you say it was Dan like an old plow or something that was out there in the back I don't yeah. know if you even uh, made it out there, because we may have seen that while we were waiting for you. But yeah, I don't, I don't recall. It was a, um, a gorgeous facility. Yeah, it was a really, really nice facility. And uh, just a couple of things: uh, there is the Redbird area, the London area, Stearns, and Cumberland, and those are all the areas where the Red River Gorge kind of goes through. Um, total is. Let me see. Uh, the the entire Daniel Boone National Forest is, according to the website, 708,000 acres of National Forest System lands are managed within a 2.1 million acre proclamation boundary. Wow. Yeah, that is a huge area. Um, but e- just the 708,000 acres is, is enormous. Mm. Um, 
and it's beautiful, beautiful area. Um, if we if we could somehow do a do a decent job describing the pictures that we were able to take or just the views that we were able to see the first that first day i mean uh we get out onto the trail um after waiting for me for an additional 3 hours um so we get out onto the trail and we're hiking out and it's mostly just within in, inside the trees i mean it's forest uh mm-hmm. to the definition you know it's it's just forest but as the day started getting on, the goal was not to go and try to do a whole bunch of miles. The goal was to kind of, uh, you know, I'm not saying that a whole bunch of miles isn't enjoyable. It definitely can be. Um, but I think the idea was just to more take, take our time, relax, be on vacation, and see some really good views. Yeah. And boy, did we see some good views. We really did. Uh, that first night, I feel like we lucked out. We, we made it to that one small waterfall yep. uh, where we were able to get more water and filter it. Uh, and then we found a little tiny trail and we were just kind of, we were kind of getting a little frantic because we didn't know where we were going to camp that night. Um, but we found a great spot. I feel like we could we could have, if we had uh, been a little bit more patient, we probably could have found an even better spot because uh, we could have grabbed the spot up on top of, um, yeah. uh, I think it's called Indian Ladder up near Split Rock. Um, that that would have been an amazing spot, but somebody, somebody else ended up grabbing it, and that's fine. Um, but then while you and Daryl were setting up your camp, I figured I would just go and walk around without a backpack on for a little while. Yeah. And I, and I stumbled upon, uh, with, um, split rock. Um, and that view, that view right there was amazing. Mm-hmm. And so I decided I was going to come back, um, give up the view for a couple of minutes and, and drag you guys back over there. So well, you ended up actually hiking it, what, three times? Cause you went by yeah. yourself. By myself, then Carol then with you. Next, so you came down and you got me. You're like, "Come on, you gotta go." So I was like, "All right, let's go." I was yeah. gonna take a nap, and I'm glad that I didn't. So you grabbed me, we went out, and then we're like, "Okay, we gotta go get Daryl." <laughs> yeah, and um, I feel bad for Daryl because I know that he was saying that, uh, you know, his the uh, Sarah and and uh, his daughter weren't feeling that well that that day or that morning when he left. Um, yeah, or the day before when he had, when he had left, and so um, he was starting to feel like he might be getting sick too, <laughs> and then we're dragging him all over the place. But he ended up feeling fine for for the rest of the trip. Um, but the view from from Split Rock uh, is just amazing. Um, yeah. But that wasn't that wasn't our first um, like really cool uh, scene through the trip. I mean. Um, we we did see arches, and the arches were kind of like they're they're what Red River Gorge is really known for is the arches. Um, so tell me about that because when we first when we first got there, I don't know how how many arches have you really uh, come across. I've never seen any. Um, yeah, I mean, you see them in pictures anyway. I mean, I've seen stuff you know like people have carved, uh, you know, stones kind of 
into an arch shape, but never anything yeah. that was like naturally wind and water weather worn, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was really cool. I was a little disappointed I- when you get to the first arch and it's freaking beautiful and all that. And then you come around the backside of it and everyone's carving their initials into them and doing that. But besides that, yeah, that's you know, the, I mean, that's kind kind of a, a negative thing about 2016 or the last uh, three decades, probably. Um, everyone wants to, you know, preserve their own self in yeah. these natural uh, rocks. And it's just beautiful areas. And they, yeah. so take a picture they want to be a part of that. The rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take, like, get in front of the rock and grab your selfie stick and, and take a picture. Um, yeah. I don't mind selfie sticks if it means that you're not going to be uh, carving up the rock. And sandstone, as as uh, we know, um, breaks apart pretty quickly and easily. <coughs> and yep. um, so when you're carving into it, uh, you do you do risk ruining the thing for generations to come. You know. Yep. Um, yeah. And it's not permanent anyway. So you know how how. Uh, how long of a legacy are you really going to make by carving your name into sandstone besides just pissing everybody off who gets to see it until it falls down? True. Um, so day one, we, we saw some really amazing views. Um, we backtracked, uh, back out onto the main trail and we hiked Mm -hmm. out from the main trail. And let me just, let me just finally got my photos pulled up. Perfect. Now I, uh, let me just ask, though, as far as, like, getting onto the trail, I mean, for the first, must have been 30 minutes to an hour or so, uh, it was mostly just forest. But then we started seeing those huge cliffs. Yeah, and they weren't just, like, normal-looking cliffs either. I mean, they're all weather-worn and everything. I mean, they almost looked like coral, parts of them. And yeah, just the parts way, of them did. I mean, I'm looking at a picture of one of the the first weird looking cliffs that we saw. And, uh, it was just, it was neat. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're kind of towering over you, especially since they kind of jet out a little bit. Um, so, um, I know you're not allowed to camp around them, uh, or within a hundred or feet or something like 200 feet or something like that. You're not supposed to camp around them. Um, and you're not supposed to camp too close to the arches. And But one nice thing about Kentucky, uh, the Kentucky uh, area that we were in, uh, you can camp near water. Just an FYI. Uh, there's nothing against, against doing that. And if you look up um, photos online, you will see people setting up camp near, near the water. Um, so first day... Pretty cool. I think it was more than we had expected as far as views. Second oh, yeah. day, <clears throat> second day we wake up when we decide, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go find another place to camp and see what else this place has to offer us for views and just for stuff to do. Um, but because we didn't have much of an itinerary, we ended up back at the ranger station. We ended up hiking a lot of our time on the road that day on day two. Just to get uh, back to the not, cars. Not too long. I, I think it only took maybe an hour. Yeah, it wasn't too, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. I think 
I think our next trip, we learned, we learned a lesson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That whole loop that we did the first day, uh, with the road going back to the ranger station was only five miles. Correct. It wasn't that far, but we stopped, um, several times to, to look for new, like for places to camp because we weren't sure where we were going to camp that night. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, uh, I think we I think we made out with the location of our camp spot the first day. Yeah, absolutely. So, but the second day we did end up doing some road hiking, uh, which is can be a bummer. But we still had some really good views of that river. The river on on our right um, through that uh, on that road was beautiful river. Mm-hmm. Um, there are still a couple of places that we we just barely missed. Uh, there's a suspension bridge that uh, brings you on and off the trail uh, a little south of where we were uh, that everyone kind of screams about and says is a really, really nice suspension bridge uh, that I wish that we had had an opportunity to go and check out. Yeah, we only missed that one by a little bit, too. Yeah, Um, but we made it back to the ranger station day two, and we, you know, got a map, and we started just driving around, which... um, you know, it gives you an opportunity to go and be more touristy. And the the idea of being a tourist um, in Red River Gorge is not a horrible thing. Um, it's 14 hours away for both of us, you from Connecticut yep. and me from Florida. And so the opportunities to drive back down there are probably pretty slim. And so if we're going to go and be tourists, that's... It's not a horrible thing. You know, we we, we parked um, down the road a little ways, and we were able to go and check out Gray's Arch. Tell me your thoughts on Gray's Arch. Well, I'll say uh, it was deceivingly far away. <laughs> so we, uh, you know, you're hiking down the trail, and it was a gorgeous trail, um, but... Or, or maybe I'm thinking it's far away because we took a wrong turn at first. No, I don't, well, we did take a wrong turn at first, yeah. and we ended up we ended up hiking so, out uh, yeah, so where we the, were going along the, the climbers the, are going. the cliff, and then the trail just kind of ended because people were climbing the cliffs. So then we had to backtrack a ways. Um, yeah, that was yep. called the rough trail. Actually, I'm looking at it. That's the wrong turn that we took. And it, it was kind of a rough trail. Yeah, it was totally um, rough. But Gray's Arch, I mean, you, you're coming up, and when you come into the, uh, to where the arch actually is, obviously it's, uh, like, in line with the cliffs that are around you. So to get to it, you have to go down the side of the cliffs. And they had a, a big, huge staircase that was all yeah. made out of wood that you got to climb down. And and then you, you sit in there at the bottom and this thing is towering over you. It would be, what, 50, maybe 60 feet high? Well, the thing, the arch itself is, I mean, you climb up to the arch. Yeah. Um, so when you're down at the bottom, um, first off, when you, when you come up uh, on the area, uh, you do have a hangover, or hangover area. Uh, right in front of you, you get to the bottom of those stairs, and I don't know what they what they have that cliff, the hanging like the the cliff that kind of jets out, mm-hmm. and it's a massive one. Um, it definitely makes you feel small. 
Um, but that's what you come up on first. And then you kind of look up to your left, and there, there's where the arch is. And that was the first, I think that was the first really big arch that we saw on our trip, right? Yeah. We didn't, we hadn't gone to see the other one just yet, the, the last really big one that, that the area is known for, um, which is called Sky Bridge. Um, so Gray's Arch, uh, the, I think the deceptive part about that trail was, uh, it, we, we got to the one sign that said one more mile. And there's, there's so many people up there and you're like, I think we came across a snake and everyone was stopped and looking at the snake and there was just so much going on that I feel like people thought, oh, well, I've definitely walked a mile or I've definitely walked more than a mile. And, uh, I think their mile was, was accurate. Um, but I, I, I think the problem was that just, you know, you, you get to the top of that trail, and there isn't much up there. Yeah. It was mostly just trees, and, so, and, and it's mostly just straight, flat trail. And I think it's, it's that way uh, because so many people go up there. Mm. Um, so the trail's been beaten down pretty bad. Eh, I, I guess yeah. it, I that thought it was pretty word. neat that you got, you know, when you first head onto the trail, you're going down into a little river valley and then you have to climb back up out of the ravine and then you're on this little plateau for that mile. Yep. And then you have to climb back down the other side and that's where the arch is. And there were a lot of stairs. Yeah. There were, <laughs> yeah, there, there, there were definitely a lot yeah. of stairs. But I've never uh, been onto like a plateau like that. Uh, the closest to that I've ever come to before Kentucky was uh, Ross's Cliffs and Danielson. And that's really not. In, it's uh, insignificant yeah. compared. So, so you know, day two, uh, afternoon, we, we see that. Um, after we get off of Gray's Arch... Uh, we get back to the cars and we head out to the far end of the, the area. Um, it's kind of like a, a cliff drive. I would, I would say, um, it's all views. Um, mm. and it's got the little kind of like, uh, areas off the side of the road where you can get out of your car, you can park your car, get out of your car and go and see an amazing view and take pictures with the family or just take pictures of the gorge in the area and that was a beautiful area yeah um some great sunset photos um and that's where you will find sky bridge so we went and checked out sky bridge um you can walk over it um they do say not to they do say not to um kind of wander to the sides of the bridge because it is sandstone it can crumble so kind of stay towards the middle, but it kind of loops around and down, and then you get underneath the bridge. We have some cool pictures down there. Oh, yeah. Great looking area. Hike back up, and we went to, we did not actually camp day two uh, in um, Daniel Boone National Forest. Well, technically, we were in a preserve. Yeah, the the Clifty Wilderness, right? That's where we ended up camping. Yeah, something like, yeah. Which is still um, part of the forest, I thought. 
I could I could be wrong. Um, maybe not. I think maybe it's not part of the Red River Gorge area. Maybe it's part of the Daniel Boone National Forest. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but so so we camped out there. Uh, nice peaceful area. There wasn't a lot to see out there um, on on that side, but it was a very nice and peaceful area. There we weren't interrupted by anybody. There was pretty much nobody out there. There was that first campsite that we saw out there, but I don't know if anybody was ever there. I don't know. I mean, there was chairs set up and there was a vest or something. And yeah, it was, we never heard anybody. Kind of, we never saw a fire. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, there are some cool areas still uh, near Skybridge to camp out. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to forget about those because we definitely we spent missed. some we we spent some time um, looking at them and we just never ended up yeah. utilizing them. Um, we missed we the even, best one though. The best I, one, I not much. Yeah, the, the best one over there was definitely that the the overlook um, had an amazing view, but no trees to hang hammocks. And of course, uh, two out of three of us uh, had hammocks this time. Yeah. So if we were to ever go back, I think we would have to try to grab that spot. But I also think that that spot is like teenager, high schooler hangout, like makeout area or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah, because the the people who ousted us from that spot were, they had a cooler and yeah, so yeah, it looked like they were going to be rowdy all night long. So yeah, we ended up but, we were you know, as long as they, going to set up there as long as they clean up after themselves. Yeah. you know, um, you know, enjoy enjoy the area. I mean, that's that's why we pay money for the parks. It's you know the national parks, the national forests. We want to be able to enjoy it. And uh, granted, you're not really supposed to drink and whatnot out in national uh, parks. Especially, especially not on the side of a cliff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not yeah. on the side of a cliff. Um, but if you have a beer or two, I mean, it's not going to be yeah. the end of the world. Um, well, as long as you're old enough. <laughs> and, yeah, right. <laughs> and it's legal. Um, so anyway, so 2017, the, the big trip that we're thinking about is going to be Linville Gorge, right? Yeah, in South Carolina. Right? Uh, North, North Carolina. Carolina. Okay. <clears throat> yep. Um, Linville Gorge, it's... Um, I'm trying to... Uh, it's the Linville Gorge Wilderness. It's actually part of another... It's part of another area in... It's... Like, if you look it up... If you're looking it up on, on Google, I mean, another name for it is the Grand Canyon of North Carolina. And I'm... Yeah, I'm looking at a big... Uh, like it looks like a photo from a helicopter or something, but <clears throat> you got the Linville River running yeah, down, so it, and it's basically just a. It really does look like a canyon. It is another gorge. Red River Gorge mm-hmm. uh, is what we went to in May, and so this would be another gorge. Um, so it is going to be another huge area that's been cut out by water. Yeah, this um, looks like more of a mountainous terrain, whereas the Red River Gorge was kind of like a plateau that it was cut down into yes but um so the plan is Linville Gorge I know a lot of people uh people who even listen to this um have probably possibly been there and we haven't so uh no spoilers please mm-hmm. um but it, I, I, I'm kidding if if there's some really cool areas to that you that anyone thinks would be would be a um point of interest, something that you think we should definitely go and check out, uh, definitely hit me up on the website. 
Um, I will um, say um, there is one place in particular that I do want to go. I'm not sure where it is or if it's going to be even near where we go, but if we can, we have to try and find it. Uh, there's allegedly a pocket of old growth forest mm-hmm. that is still, you know, preserved, hasn't been touched. It's never been logged since, you know, the Indians were here or the Native Americans lived there um, just because of the, the steepness and stuff of the terrain. It, it was never economically feasible to log it. And so it's the one of the only portions of old growth forest left on the East Coast. Mm. So I would love to go and poke around in there. Well, it's all part of the Pisgah National Forest, mm-hmm. uh, which is a huge forest. Um, and, I mean, I'm really excited for it. I'm thinking Memorial Day this this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three of us all meet up and, and go there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully we can get Daryl on board. <laughs> this, is, this is his notice. Yep. Um, but on that note, uh, I guess we can close out for the week, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Um, not sure what the conversation is going to be about next week. Um, I, I, I said I do have some plans. I'm getting some new people on. Um, I love you, Dave. Um, I'm not replacing you at all. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but I do have some really cool plans for 2017, and uh, I guess we'll I guess we'll see each, or we'll 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 have you guys. Uh, uh, another, another podcast next week with that, uh, Linville Gorge, uh, Red River Rocks, definitely go check them out. If you have some opportunities, um, get outside, uh, go do stuff, right? Absolutely. Thank you everybody. That's episode eight. And just FYI, episode eight, um, most podcasts end, they get shut down after episode seven. So we're over the hump. We are. We're over the hump. We've made it. Uh, hopefully we don't close after episode eight. No, I'm just kidding. Um, see you guys next week. <laughs>